0: Good evening. Uh, sorry for the abortive attempt earlier. We'll call the uh, meeting the uh, November 1st, 2023 meeting of the Planning Commission of the City of Rancho Santa Margarita. to order. Uh, I will ask um, Commissioner Tripke if you'll lead us in the pledge. public for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Uh, thank you very much. Tony, you want to call a roll? <laughs> thank you. Chair Leach? Here. Vice Chair Tripke? Present. Present. Commissioner Camilia? Present. Commissioner Lima? Here. And Commissioner Nelson? Here. Thank you very much. Uh, Do we have any presentations or proclamations? We have none. Okay. Uh, Schedule of future events. You want to talk about that?
1: Sure. Thank you, Chair Leach. Um, The city will be holding the annual Veterans Day recognition on Wednesday, November 8th. There will be a reception at the Bell Tower Regional Community Center at 6 p.m., and the same veterans will be recognized at the city council meeting immediately following that. Uh, veteran. The Veterans Day holiday will be recognized on Friday, November 10th, and City Hall will be closed. Similarly, the Thanksgiving holiday and day after, November 23rd and 24th, will also see City Hall closed. Thank
0: okay. you. Thank you very much. Uh, we're at the public comment portion of the uh, agenda, where it's a time to address the Planning Commission on any matter that is not listed on the agenda, that is within the jurisdiction of the Planning Commission. Comments are limited to three minutes per person, and we will have this segment last uh, less than 30 minutes. Probably a lot less than that, given circumstances. Any bone to public comment? We have no public comment? I didn't get any cards. Okay, very good. Uh, Then we'll look at the minutes. Uh, We have the regular minutes of October 4th meeting. Um, I'd entertain a motion to approve the minutes. So moved. Second been moved and seconded. Uh, All those in favor please signify by saying aye. 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 All opposed, same sign. Motion carries. Thank you very much. Uh, At this time we move to item 5.1 and I am um, owing to a relationship that I have with the uh, applicant. I am going to recuse myself from this item and uh, uh, Commissioner Tripke, you have the con.
2: We will call order 5.1 into Actually, we will not do that just yet. <clears throat> this is five point one. It's a public hearing from St. John's, and we'll have our staff presentation in a few minutes, as well as comments from the public that are here tonight. So, so we will officially call that into order. Would the staff please present us?
1: Thank you. Thank you, Vice Chair Trippi. The applicant, St. John's Episcopal School, has submitted planning application RSM 23008, which includes a site development permit and variance for reduced setbacks for the construction of three solar carports and the rear parking lot of St. John's School located at 30382 via, via Condios. Uh, the proposed carports are considered an accessory structure. Normally, these would be subject to a site development permit. Sh- permit which could be approved at the staff level if the project meets all development standards. However, in this case, the applicant is requesting reduced setbacks, and so it is subject to approval of a variance by the Planning Commission. St. John's is comprised of four contiguous parcels identified here as parcels one through four. Parcels 1, 2, and 4 are zoned public-quasi-public in the city's zoning code and is designated for community facility in the city's general plan. Parcel 3 is open space. The church and school buildings are located on parcel 1. Parcel 2 consists of a parking lot and sports fields, and parcels 3 and 4 have easements for open space and ingress and egress. The community Lutheran church is surrounded on three sides by these parcels. The purpose of the proposed project is to generate electricity to meet some of the needs of the school. In order to do so, the project must have a sufficient number of solar panels. Um, This proposal is three solar power ports uh, along the parking lot located on parcel two. This proposal does not change the number or configuration of the parking that is currently on site. As we've described in the staff report, the applicant did evaluate a number of alternatives at city staff's request uh, to avoid their request for a variance, but they found that the uh, buildings on the site are not suitable for a rooftop solar system, and uh, the relocation of the solar canopies to another location on the site would significantly displace some of the school's important outdoor facilities, such as the sports fields. So they have now proposed these solar carports that again would not displace or reconfigure any of the existing parking on the site. Pursuant to the uh, public quasi-public zoning district standards, all structures, including accessory structures, must be set back from all property lines at a distance equal to or greater than the height of the structure. So as explained in detail in the staff report, uh, the the three solar carports are very close to the southeast and in some cases the north property line. Uh, specifically, the carport number three along the east property line, adjacent to the Lutheran church, uh, it has a zero, a zero-foot setback. So it's right on the property line. This table here on the left of the screen is also provided in your staff report and shows the comparison of the height of the structures, which is also the required setback, as compared to the proposed setbacks. Other than the setbacks, as noted here, the proposed project meets all other site development standards in the applicable zoning district. So the Planning Commission doesn't see variances very often. We do encourage applicants to meet all of the development standards of the code, however, variances are an available remedy when necessary. Uh, variances are actually allowed by state, lo- state law in the government code, is, and those uh, specific findings found in the government code are listed as findings one and two here. The city's zoning code actually requires a total of eight findings to uh, approve a variance. Those are the, the two that I'll discuss in, in further detail which are set by state law. The others are the standard uh, compliance with general plan and zoning, health, safety, and welfare that you see for all other types of discretionary projects in the city's zoning code. So the first finding that is in the, the city's code and in state law is that there are special circumstances applicable to the property, including size, shape, topography, location, or surroundings such that a strict application of this title would deprive such property of privileges enjoyed by other properties in the vicinity and under the identical zoning classification. This in state law is also known as a land-related hardship. So there's something specific about this property that makes it difficult to meet all of the development standards. Number two states that the granting of a variance will not constitute a grant of special privileges consistent with the limitations upon other properties in the vicinity and zoning district in which the property is situated. So we have explained in the staff report that there are several justifications for making these particular findings. Specifically, the St. John's property is irregularly shaped such that the strict application of the setbacks would significantly reduce the buildable area of the property. And then with respect to the grant of special privilege, the proposed design is very similar to other solar carports in the city, especially, related to projects located at other schools, uh, pub- public schools. Cielo Vista Elementary School and RSM Intermediate School are both located in the same zoning district and have similar facilities located, uh, located on their property. Those, as stated in the staff report, do not require city approval because school district property is subject to uh, code compliance through the Department of State Architecture. Um, and then I think it is also notable to to uh, recognize that the Lutheran Church, which is the adjacent user and the prop- shares the property line where the zero foot setback is proposed, is in support of the project and has support has provided a letter of support. So that concludes my presentation. Um, Given the site constraints and the justifications described in the staff report, staff does recommend approval of the proposed site development permit and variance. The applicant and several other representatives of the church are in the audience tonight to answer site-specific questions, and I'm here to answer any other questions I can. Thank you.
2: Thank you very much. We will have uh, questions for the staff from our planning commission, and then we'll move to the public portion of it. Eric? Eric? Commissioner Lima, do you have questions tonight?
3: I don't. Just uh, thank you for the comprehensive uh, packet put together on this. this is this is very thorough, so thank you,
2: Commissioner Nelson. Um, thank you, Ms. Kuda. You, you, you mentioned that the um, that that the other schools, being in the school district, um, being uh, um, uh, subject to, to different rules, and, and I think they had. You said they had similar structures on theirs. Just out of curiosity, were the setbacks? Should I mean should it be in RSM's usual uh, uh, zoning areas? Were those um, setbacks reduced or smaller, like we're
4: talking about here? Yes. So
1: specifically, the uh, the Cielo Vista um, Elementary School, well, both schools that I've mentioned, RSM Intermediate and Cielo Vista, are located in the PQ zoning district, Mm. and so they the setbacks for those structures would need to be equal to the height of the structure, and in both cases, they're a little bit shy of that.
2: Oh, there, okay, thank you. I was just curious. Um, I don't have any other questions. Commissioner Camilla.
5: Uh, no, just uh, Commissioner uh, Lima took the words out of my mouth. Um, thank you to staff for a very thorough um staff report. Well done,
2: excellent. I'll refer a couple of my questions to the guests tonight, so we'll go officially to the public hearing and have them. How many guests will you have come up? I know we have uh, we have Luke Emmerd. And also, is there representatives from the church here tonight, too? Excellent. Got it. You all may approach here so that we can ask questions, and you guys can approach the public testimony portion of the evening. So,
4: Good evening. So this is the public comment version portion? Okay, yep. I get it. Uh, I did not major in civic government, so forgive me. <laughs> It's your time to just share a little bit what you're going to do
2: from your side.
4: Yeah, so um, good evening, commissioners. My name is Luke Cameron with Renewable Energy Partners, the developer contractor for the proposed solar canopies at St. John's Church and School. Solar canopies over parking stalls are a very effective alternative to rooftop solar, either because a roof cannot host solar panels or because of a property's electricity needs are too large for a rooftop system, both of which apply here. The proposed location of the canopies has no adverse impact to the neighborhood and environment that we're aware of or public safety and welfare. There's no alternative location on campus to install the wattage that would be lost by removing the east canopy and a reduction of the size would have drastic economic consequences which would cause St. John's Church to forfeit their renewable energy project altogether. On behalf of my team, in St. John's Church and School, we thank you for your careful consideration of our application so we can keep this project moving forward. Thank you. Karen wrote that, by the way.
2: Thank you, Mr. Emmer. Is there additional comments from the church? Not at this point? Okay. We'll switch to our commissioner questions from the commissioner team here, and so they'll have some, I'm sure, and so we'll start this time. Chair Camellia,
3: No questions. No questions, excellent. Chair Lima. Uh, just a uh, just a quick um, question. When you submitted the public notification, we said we did get a letter from the Saint Episcopal neighboring church that approved uh, the building of the carport. Okay, yeah, because we send out a, the three hundred mile radius public notice.
1: Three hundred feet. Three hundred feet. <laughs>
3: 300 miles.
1: Um, I, I, I also said docking. good morning when I
3: walked in here this, too. Just so this, you know. uh,
1: this, uh, that particular letter was not in response to the public hearing notice. Um, the St. John's folks reached out to the Lutheran Church uh, proactively okay. when when looking at this application, and and I don't know if they did that before or after our staff Derek asked for that. But we 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 usually recommend that uh, for this type of a project. Okay. So.
2: Chair Lima, it is the last document of 5.1 if you'd like to look at it. It is the last. Commissioner Nelson. Nope, no questions for me. Thank you. I do have one question for either Luke or the church. Um, In terms of the lighting, so one of the things that there's uh, different variances are not uh, codes, that uh, about 10 o'clock the lights usually go down in, in public areas. I'm not sure the exact wattage. I know that, uh, Cheryl, I know that the city would put uh, you know, the standard uh, one or two candle bulb type things. But will there be timers there so that it actually goes off? And it's actually a two-part question. One, of course, you want them for safety, right, for the people, but you also want it for the visual for homes that might see it. So,
4: Yeah, this is common, um, commissioners. We, we always put lights under there, and we can put timers on, too, for... By code, we have to have them obviously for UBC, but uh, we can put timers to whatever the, that regional area wants or the city requirements as far as the timing yeah. of them.
2: Would the church know if they're gonna have events past, like let's say 10 o'clock, that would affect the people coming and going at that section?
1: Yes, sir. Occasionally, there would be like holiday services that are later in the evening. And currently, the back parking lot does have timers on lights that are already for the parking area, current for code compliance, and those do shut off right now at about ten thirty p.m. Excellent.
2: I don't assume be. A, I don't believe it'll be a problem, but just know that there may be some public uh, letters written into the right sure. the I, staff here, so I'm you here. may have to adjust.
1: Uh, but I could also invite any of you to the property at any time, and you would see that particular area is. Very out of sight, out of mind, I mean it's a backs up to O'Neill Park, so we don't anticipate a lot of public challenges with this property. Ah, but a
2: city on a hill is light <laughs> <laughs> very true,
1: very
2: true, <laughs> <laughs> love that at this point, is there any more questions from any of the commissioners?
5: no, no question, just a comment um you know my my primary question was about the neighbors, right? The community Lutheran church. So I do appreciate um, the letter. That for me was really compelling. I do recognize that the structures will go more than double the height of the existing eight foot wall. Um, But it appears that there's there's no problem from them. So there's no problem from me.
2: Excellent. One more second. Any more comments from the public before we close the public hearing? No. At this point then we will close the public hearing. At this point, the committee here, the commissioners will actually deliberate if there's any we just said there's none, but there might be some that are not part of the public hearing. So Commissioner Camuglia?
3: None
5: for me. No.
2: Commissioner Lima? None for me. Commissioner Nelson. Mm-hmm. No. There's no none question. for me either. I think it's great that you guys are making the city a better place. And so at this point, I would ask, is there a movement from the commissioner to accept the resolution from the staff?
5: So moved.
2: Right, second. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Excellent. Thank you so much. Appreciate you guys coming. Thank you. Yep. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for coming. At this time, we'll re invite our chair back in and hand back the gavel to him. At this point, I hand the gavel back to Chair.
0: Thank you very much. Um, any new business to bring before the commission? No. Um, other reports from anyone on the commission? No.
5: a um, uh, thank you to staff for my understanding. I think this is the yeah this is the first commission meeting um, since the October. Um, the Rancho Family Fest, and by all accounts, as always, um, staff is incredibly, um, makes it very easy to work with the city, so um, just, a, just a kudos and a thank you on behalf of just different community partners. Um, the, the accolades and compliments never cease when it comes to dealing with our city staff.
3: I'd, I'd like to add to that that they had a, a Halloween event at yeah. Central Park in... I got to take my grandkids to that. And what a great event that was. That was just the highlight of my day. So thank you for for allowing that and putting that on and supporting that.
0: Very good. Um, Any other matters to be presented by the planning commissioners? Anyone?
3: I I just want to thank um, Commissioner Tripke for continuously pushing for that asphalt to be repaved because they did that finally and it looks (laughs) a million times better for
0: doing that. So thank you. Yes, indeed. That that came up last time, I think. Yes, thank you. And I've yeah. heard
5: I've heard compliments too, just <laughs> out and about. It's it definitely um, resonated with residents.
0: In fact, I think there's a. Aren't we talking these days about the Tripke effect? Are we? <laughs> I think There's a thing now. We. Uh, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I love it. Okay, if there's no further business uh, to before the planning commission, um, we'll call it adjourned at six fifty. Tony. And if we can all join uh, in the well, we'll have our picture taken.